Welcome to the We're Better Together podcast. I'm Ian Stevenson. And I'm Daniel Ardunia. Each month, we're excited to bring you an incredible interview with someone who has experience in facilitating an environment where people work better together. And each week, we'll share some actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life to help you function better together, whether it's in your marriage, family, team, workplace, church, or community. Thanks for spending time with us today. Now let's jump into some content and get better together. Oh man, I'm so excited for what we're going to get to talk about today, Daniel. Um, we've got my, actually my daughter and her, her husband <laughs> with us today, and they've started an organization called Legacy Makers, and they're really working hard to try to help families figure out what their legacy is going to be and basically trying to help get families to work together. So uh, it's my privilege to introduce to you and to our audience today, my daughter, Megan, and her husband, Ben Glassman. Hello. How's it going? Thank you so much, Ian. Thanks for having us. Oh, man, we're, we're so glad to have you guys here. So, Daniel, um, I'm going to let you kick it off. Like, what, what do you want to know about from these guys? Absolutely. I mean, well, we got family in the house, so I know that you know a whole lot about them. Uh, but even for myself and our listeners, uh, Ben and Megan, could you tell us real quickly a little bit about yourselves and then a little bit about Legacy Makers as we start to step into some dialogue and conversation? Yeah, sure. Um, so first of all, about us, you know, Megan and I, we, um, we've got four kids, um, five and under, and we've been married uh, just over six years, coming up on seven this year. Great. And yeah, so it's been awesome. A lot of learnings, a lot of growth. Um, we we love each other. We love our family. Uh, and you know, we we met each other actually in Arkansas, of all places, and kind of fell in love then. And and then I made the trek out to California, and we got married. And you know, the rest is history. So yeah, you want to share a little bit about legacy makers? Um, yeah. So uh, at some point in uh, our marriage near the beginning, we um, had just had our first daughter and um, things were just really, really busy for us. Um, ben was working a full-time job and he um, was also remodeling apartments and um, I had started a handmade business and, you know, adjusting the parenthood. There was just so much going on and we found ourselves on very different pages or just not, um, yeah, not in a cohesive, as a cohesive unit and just drained and tired all the time. And so we just realized there was, you know, something we had to do to, uh, yeah, to change the trajectory of what we were doing as a family in order to, you know, get to the place that we wanted to be as a family. And so we kind of just came up with this process we did on a few date nights together um, and really figured out what our family what we wanted to value as a family and what our family mission was. And then over the next several years, we realized and upon reflection that, you know, those things that we said we wanted to do, they were actually happening. And having done that process, like totally impacted our family. And so then we just started talking about how helpful this would be for other families to do that. And um, yeah, through a series of events, God doing some cool things and confirming things for us, we decided to, you know, do our, our own nonprofit and um, start helping families with that same 
process. And so we started Legacy Makers, which is all about helping families um, have unity and purpose and leave a legacy that they're proud to pass on and just creating multi-generational impact through your family. Yeah, the other thing that's cool about cool about it is, well, what Meg does is she then takes, she took our, our little like process and the questions that we talked about with each other and then she designed a family crest that kind of encapsulated the whole hmm. the whole experience for us into like this nice visual representation. Like a family logo kind of. Yeah, yeah, like a family logo. And then that was like, man, like oh, that'd be so cool to, you know, share this with other families and then like, you know, make crests for them and like, you know, see what they come up with for their family and the, you know, the kind of legacy that they're wanting to leave and build. So it's kind of cool because this kind of grew out of a grassroots thing, like what you were doing for yourselves, you wanted to help do for others. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. You created your mission, you developed the cross, you've you've been rallying your family around that. And uh, now you've been doing that for other, other families. Um, How many different, how many families have you been doing this with? Uh, So we've done with almost 50 families now. So almost. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's been such an, a cool experience and, you know, the stories that we've heard and just the opportunity to be a part of the questions that they've asked and the questions that, you know, is kind of included in the process and then helping them kind of walk down this path of like, you know, taking all of their life, but then like getting intentional and, uh, applying like a focus mm-hmm. and uh, like clarity, really like a deep clarity in all that they do. What they mm-hmm. want their family to be about. Yeah. And then what they're going to do about it. Mm-hmm. Start living it out. Yeah. So the, the name of our podcast, as you guys know, is we're better together. Mm-hmm. And you guys are really about trying to get families to work better together. Is that sure. the crux of what you're doing? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think when you think about getting better together, you know, if the family, I think, because the family is such a foundational component to our society and just our world, you know, and it's like, it, we want families to work together and to be unified because we know that that's going to, you know, that's going to multiply and kind of ripple out into all of their, to their lives. You know, it's like, that, that's kind of the origin of, you know, of unity. Yeah. I mean, like, if you don't, that's such a great point, man, because I think for many people, if they don't come from a family where they learned how to be a good family and work together as a family, it makes it harder to even work together at a work setting or a team yeah. setting or a church setting because yeah. you carry some of that kind of dysfunction with you, right? So so really trying to go against the stream of maybe even what you were raised in in your family Mm-hmm. to create a family where it's working better together that that's such a to your point it's it's foundational to this yep. whole idea of we're better together isn't it yeah yeah and family is really the place where yeah you you're supposed to learn all those interpersonal dynamics you're supposed to learn conflict resolution you're supposed to work how to encourage each other you know that's what it's meant to be the place where you learn that so mm-hmm. if we're not learning that somewhere else you're right like you're not gonna be able to to function in those uh, in those skills in other places. Yeah, and if we're not learning that, you know, as we're growing up in our families as kids, you know, it's going to be a lot harder to, to teach ourselves that as adults. You know, if we never really you know, have that. Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely, absolutely. You hear a lot of you talking about growth and working through things. What are some of the challenges that you see as you have been working with families um, in the sense of trying to get better and work, you know, working better together? Yeah, what are some of the challenges that you run into? You know, I think the biggest one is I think so often families are just doing their own thing. You know, everyone has their own job, their own hobbies, their own um, interest, uh, their own TV shows they like. You know, everyone's just on their own page. And so yeah. I think the greatest challenge for families is actually taking the time and having the intention to talk about what are our strengths? You know, what are we good at? What are what are the things you're good at that I'm not? What are the things that we all collectively love to do? What are what are the ways we want to make a difference? You know, asking ourselves those questions and setting aside the time to do that is, I think, the biggest challenge families have. And then knowing, um, yeah, knowing what questions to even ask themselves in order to like work through the the consistent tension points in their family. You know, there's the things that families keep butting up against and they have to know, yeah, how to get past those things or how to work through them. A lot of times, you know, it takes like someone like a counselor or just something like what we do that yeah. brings them outside of those those points that keep coming yeah. up. Yeah, and I think having, you know, if you don't have like a, a central point or like a, a vision mm-hmm. in a sense for your family, something to kind of come back to, like a guidepost, mm-hmm. flag marker, a stake in the ground. Um, you know, those are the things that, you know, if you don't have that, that that's just a huge, it's going to cause problems and it's going to make it harder for your family. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, Megan, you said something, I mean, even three minutes in, I was already like, there's something big that you, that you said that I think helps us keep moving forward. You talked about you and Ben getting to a point where it was, you know, you're kind of driving down the road in your marriage, but then maybe realized that you weren't on the road that you wanted to be on. Mm -hmm. But each of you got there individually. Like, how did you get to that point? How quick were you able to get on the same page to say, we want to change this? Mm -hmm. And then what, what did you learn in trying to overcome that, that you can then help these other families to overcome exactly what you just walked through in the challenges? Yeah, that's a good question because it definitely takes buy-in from everyone. Um, and I think I, yeah. I think for us, I definitely noticed. I think with most things, I noticed the dissonance uh, before mm. Ben does. Yeah. And I, I think um, I'm just a little bit more aware of like the health versus unhealth of a situation or um, of what's going on. So I, I know for. For us, it was me noticing it and then me praying and me <laughs> praying that he would see it too. And I think it's probably true for most families. I know it's true for us that if if he, if like the man is not bought in to affecting change or if he's not the one that's like owning it and taking charge, then it's an uphill battle or it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And so that's, I think for me, I've learned that if I notice those things, I just have to start praying, <laughs> praying that God would point it out to him. And um, yeah, I think in that situation, Ben, over time, it was like the exhaustion and the, yeah. the just feeling like, yeah, he had nothing to give and no focus, like so distracted mm-hmm. all the time that really helped him see that, something needed to change yes yeah, something needed to change yeah, I, I remember there, there was there was some moments when uh you know we were 
church and there, you know, we were kind of, I was inspired. I think it was just kind of the, the timing of everything where I was inspired to really evaluate, um, like just future vision and like, you know, what are we doing and why are we doing it? And this, some of those questions that were kind of coming up for the, the church, yeah, for the yeah. church and then conversations at the church just caused me to like, and ask those same questions to myself. And, you know, I, you know, from, you know, through prayer and encouragement and support and, you know, that time it was like coming to the realization that like the way we're living, <clears throat> it's only going to work so long before something's going to break or we're going to bust at the seams. And, you know, nowadays I just say, you know, we, we would have ended up creating a legacy that we wouldn't have been proud of, I think. Hmm. You know? And really, you know, you know, happy to be a part of. So how do you, how are you, so if you're working with a couple and they're trying to figure out what their legacy is going to be, they're trying to map out, you know, this intentional legacy they're going to leave. But let's say the guy is not that engaged or maybe the wife's not that engaged. Like don't mm -hmm. care that much about working together. Mm -hmm. How are you guys going about, shifting that like how, how do you help them get engaged like what are you doing to help get them in the game of working together in this process have you found some things that are helpful yeah um something that i would say to that is uh encouraging them on like hey you know what this from I, I think reminding them that you know family is so critical and it's like i like we have to constantly be these kind of vision casters for their own family, just for their own family and, and say, you know what, you're going to leave a legacy and it's either going to be good or it's going to be bad. Um, and I think having that as like a, as like an, an aim or like an idea of like, Hey, this is what we're shooting for together. We're here to help you. Mm -hmm. um, but reminding them that like, you know, their kids are watching you, their kids, they're going to, they're going to, um, they're not going to do everything that you say, but they're going to do everything that you do. Mm. And having those little kind of like tidbits of vision and like reminding them that like, this is important. Like we have to stay engaged. And then even if there's moments, I think that when, um, uh, you know, maybe it doesn't end up the way that we had, you know, we planned on it happening or these conversations, you know, maybe they go a little bit sideways, then, we always follow up and we're always checking in on each family that we, you know, have an opportunity with. Yeah. Calling them, you know, checking in on them, you know. Um, yeah. You know, we, we've got a mantra we use here on our podcast. We actually did a, a 10 minute deal on it called, uh, and we talk about focus, adjust, persevere. And that's exactly what I'm hearing you say, Ben. Like, yeah. You bring them back to the focus of how mm -hmm. important family is. Mm -hmm. You help them see their, they have to adjust along the way. And then you help them persevere through the mm -hmm. way you're following up with them yeah. on your calls. It kind of keeps them in the, in the cycle of mm -hmm. focus, adjust, persevere. So, mm -hmm. that, yeah. that's so that's so cool to hear. Like that's one of the things I love about doing these interviews because there's these common themes, no matter where you're working on trying to work better together, that it just exists, right? Um, so that, that's that's so cool to hear. Yeah, yeah, really awesome. Yeah, it's been cool. So uh, I, I got another question for you though. As a couple of with four kids, 
from ages one to five yourselves. How are you doing these days at, at walking out this whole idea of working together as a family unit? I mean, how do you get a one-year-old and a two-year-old? Like, how, how are you guys doing at this? <laughs> it's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. um, I think for us, like, yeah, at, if there's always going to be seasons. It's always adjusting. And there's always going to be seasons where you're better at it than others. And I think... One, you just have to have grace for the seasons that are chaotic and the seasons that it's hard, um, but not let that discourage you from stepping back into it. And mm -hmm. I think that's what we saw. We So our, our fourth child is actually, um, we're fostering and hope to adopt. But um, yeah. so we got him in June and that was also the same month that we started Legacy Bankers and Ben left his job. So it was a really crazy season and like a lot of adjusting, um, a yeah. lot of changes. And so, you know, in any season that we've had like that, anytime we've had a new baby or um, job changes, anything like that, we have seen that our intentionality drops and our, and our unity drops too. Like we are just trying to survive and you're trying to, you know, get to the new normal. And, um, so yeah, I think whenever that happens, then we just have to have the grace for it and then we have to jump back in. And something that we do a lot is we have we have a calendar in our house that we keep and then we also have um, like like the hard copy in the house and then we have like digital ones too, but we're very adamant and intentional about pulling out our calendar regularly. And like yeah. at the beginning of every month, when we erase our old one and start our new one, we yep. have a conversation about it. And yep. we talk about what we want to do that month. If there's any, we're big on traditions. So if any traditions are coming up, put them on the calendar or we mm -hmm. plan when they're going to happen. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So you're doing this with a uh, one-year-old, two-year-old, three-year-old, and five-year-old. Okay, not the calendar thing. That's just for us. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So we yeah. do the planning and okay. tell the kids what we're doing. You tell. Okay, gotcha. I was and just checking. They're super into it, too. They actually have their own calendar yeah, we, now because yeah. they saw us talk about it so much and, and interact with it that they wanted their own. So we put some of the family things on theirs, but also their own things on there that they want to remember and be mindful of yeah but there's i mean there's practical things that we do also as a family you know we do like a monthly teaching night you know, our mm -hmm. traditions are french fries on family fr or fifth fridays. <laughs> french fries on fifth fridays there we go <laughs> <laughs> um but i think i think for us it's like it starts with us right our family culture starts with megan and i yeah and you know we've just really been i think um i mean you use the word perseverant but i was you know determined and diligent, I think, mm -hmm. in kind of creating, building in moments of evaluation and just checking in and like, you know, mm -hmm. thinking about like talking about how are we doing, you know, where do we feel like we need to, you know, adjust or modify what are, what are our hopes for the next month or next, you know, however long, what's our plan. Um, and then just being really diligent about making sure we never miss those. Mm -hmm. Or if we do, you know, coming back the next day or the next week and talking about it always keeping that line of communication open. And then obviously it transcends, I think, to kids too. Mm -hmm. This is so good. This is so good. I, I want our viewers, our listeners to grasp something that you just said there too, because 
Ben and Megan, you were talking earlier about ki kids don't just hear what you have to say. They watch everything that you do. And you just said that in your calendaring, it's not that you started by doing all of that, even with the youngest ones, but you said they observe you having these conversations about the calendar and the traditions and this, and now they want to have their own calendar as well. Man, if you listen to this, don't, don't miss, don't miss the beauty of what's happening in that moment yeah. uh, and the intentionality that you're doing. And I think something that I gather from the two of you, even just meeting you in this conversation um, is that I sense you have a heart for wanting to help people not make mistakes that you made or just set them up better um, because of the things that you've experienced. But I also sense in you that you two don't feel like you have it all figured out. You're continuing to grow yourself. Mm -hmm. yeah. So in that, just a few questions of, of application or things that our, our, our viewers or listeners can hear from you. First, I want to say, even though you figured some of these things out, as you were having kids, what would you say to any viewers or listeners that don't have children yet? What, what is something that they can even start doing now mm. to prepare themselves for that legacy that they would want to have, even for their own kids or other people that they invest in? But what could they be doing in their in their marriage and relationship now? Mm. Yeah, that's great. We actually love working with people that don't necessarily have kids yet or have only just little ones because you have the opportunity to create your family culture and like what you want your family to be about from the beginning that your kids get to come mm -hmm. into. So, I mean, I would encourage people to just start dreaming together, like talk about your strengths as individuals mm -hmm. and how they work together. Um, you know, God knew the family that he would bring together in the two of you yeah. and he knew the kids that he was going to give you. And so there's a purpose for you two being together. And so figuring out what you're both good at individually so that you can work better together, I think is key. And then, yeah, just I think it's never too early to start dreaming of things you hope to do one day mm -hmm. as a family. And we had, I mean, when we first did this, we had lists of of things we wanted to do, like the teaching night you talked about, that was on there before our kids could even like sit yeah. and listen for anything or yeah. <laughs> teaching them how to, you know, um, surf or teaching them how to rock climb or mm -hmm. um, doing like prayer nights together or, you know, yeah. we had all these lists of things we wanted to do. And I think dreaming about that before and then, then when the kids are finally old enough, you've been anticipating it for so long that it makes it so much easier to apply those things in your life because you've already spent all this time thinking about how to make it happen once you do have kids. Mm. Mm -hmm. Grab a hold of that. Grab a hold of that, people. Ben, what about for you? What's maybe one thing that, that sticks out to you that you could share with everyone to help people work better together in marriage, family, working as a team or, or as a community for, for the various centers that our listeners walk in? Um, I would say, you know, I think a lot of, uh, uh, I don't know, I, I feel like a lot of the, the, the root of it comes back to like two things. I would say A is humility. Hmm. Like I have to have, I have to be, I have to be humble enough to accept, accept the fact that I don't have it all figured out um, and, you know, be willing to receive feedback, you know, mm -hmm. from, from my wife on like, how am I doing? How can we do this better? And I think that just takes humility, you know, putting yourself in a place, you know, and asking questions um, would be the other thing I'll say, which kind of ties into humility. It's like, 
if if you're humble and you you know you want to learn and you know you know what you want to grow, then you're gonna ask questions and you're gonna you're gonna seek to you're gonna seek out understanding. You're gonna try and learn. Um, and I would say that yeah, that, that is just that's the other thing is just asking good questions and like trying to find moments of the, the times where you, you feel like you want to ask a question, like, how are we doing? Like, how can we do this better? How could I, how can I serve you? How can I serve my family? How can I be a better dad or a husband? Um, but I think it just boils down to humility and then like questions, finding space for those things. Wow. You know, we ask uh, everyone we interview at the end, we ask them that question, Ben, like, what's the one thing you'd want to make sure everyone knows if they're going to work towards, you know, more unity and more working better together in their setting. And you're the first one who's I think has said humility, yeah. um, but what, what a key ingredient people. <laughs> we got to have humility. If you're going to work better together, you've got to have humility. So Ben, thank you for that nugget, man. That that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Tell us, uh, it is hard. Humility is a hard thing. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, tell us how, how can people get a hold of you if, if they wanted to get involved with legacy makers, if they wanted to really start this journey towards leaving a legacy with their family. Um, how do they get a hold of you guys? Do you have a website, you know, to tell us whatever you want to tell us about, about your deal. I'm going to, I'm going to fly your, uh, yeah, you can, uh, email addresses across the bottom here for anyone who wants to get it up on the screen. I'd love to talk to anyone who's interested in you know what it looks like to get intentional and to build a family legacy that they're proud to pass on. Um, you can email us, go to our website, which is chooseourlegacy.com, and there's information on there. Um, you know, we we love walking people and families through this process called legacy mapping. Um, and then, you know, we have resources, we do family field guides. Um, but the best way is just, uh, you know, through the through the website or email. Or on us. social media to our, yeah. our yeah. on Instagram, it's Legacy Maker Families. And then Facebook's just Legacy Makers. Yeah. So there, there's like a, our hope with our social media presence is that it would just be encouragement families. So yeah. you can follow along if you want some inspiring hope for your family. Awesome. Well, we we are so grateful that you guys took time to join with us. Yeah, thank you guys. Thanks for having us. Yeah, and uh, we're gonna let you guys go now, and then uh, Daniel and I are gonna talk to our our audience for a minute. Got a couple things here at the end we want to give to them, but thank you guys so much. Thanks. And uh, God bless you and your work, and may He use you to uh, encourage families uh, all over the place about how to leave a legacy. Yeah. Thank you guys. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much. Oh, Daniel, that was good stuff. Huh? Real good. Oh, Real good. So what were some nuggets you kind of pulled out of that? Yeah. I, th I think some of the things that, that came to mind to ask about the, just, the few things that sent out that sense of the identification, they, they were able to identify here's where there are some issues and then get on board together. Now let's go change that. And then I think at the end, I'm with you, that the humility piece and the asking questions, being humble enough to receive uh, words from somebody else that may want to point out how things are going in, in your life or direction. And then, and then how that might lead to asking good questions to help you to change and grow. I think those are things that definitely stood out to me. Yeah. I heard a couple really cool things in there too. I, I remember Megan talked about prayer. 
at the beginning, how when they they sensed the lack of unity, how prayer was so important, you know, and there there is kind of this whole spiritual side to unity, to working together. So I, I heard that part. Um, I, I heard, you know, the humility, of course, that Ben mentioned at the end, I think was big um, for our audience to, to really grab a hold of that. Um, so, you know, as, as everyone's listening, you know, we want these podcasts to help you get better at working together in your setting. Yes. So maybe you need to pray more. Maybe you need to be a little more humble. Maybe you, you need to identify, you know, that focus thing you're, you're working together on, you know, like, so we, we hope this interview has been an encouragement to you. Um, and we're really grateful that you chose to listen today. Absolutely. And then we just want to remind you, we will be dropping content every Monday. You can look on one of those Mondays each month being an interview like today and on the rest of those Mondays, some kind of short encouragement um, for you in your life as you continue to walk out um, being better together. And, and so we have that plan for you. And then, Ian, you got anything you want to just close them out with? No, I just want to encourage everyone, man, keep working to be better together in whatever sector you're working in, whether it's in your job, whether it's at your church, with your family, in your marriage, uh, it's worth it. Work better together and figure out how to keep growing in that endeavor. And uh, we hope that this podcast can continue to encourage you along that journey. And uh, Daniel, great doing this with you, man. Thanks for your time today too, bro. And uh, we'll look forward to uh, our next 10-minute deal coming up at the beginning of, um, I think this one is going to air at the beginning of March. So our next ones will be the beginning of April. So keep tuning into our 10 minutes and uh, look forward to our next interview. They're going to be great. All right. Thank you guys so much. Have a great day.